Welcome to the Health Uncovered podcast, your go-to podcast for all things health, healing, and what to do next on your health journey. I'm your host, Mercedes Cook, a doctor of chiropractic and a diplomate in chiropractic cranial cervical junction procedures. Each week, my guest and I will be uncovering treatment options and health tips to help you get to the root cause of your health issues. If you're tired of seeing doctor after doctor with no answers, then the show is for you. You'll learn all kinds of healthcare options that you may have not known existed that will help you move forward on your healing journey more confident than ever. I invite you to stay open and curious. All right, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the next episode of the Health Uncovered podcast. I'm really excited to dive into today's episode, which is all about what upper cervical care is and why you would need it. So most people have never heard of upper cervical, and I get asked all the time, why have I not heard of this before? I wish I would have known about it sooner. Things that I hear in my office on a daily basis, which are a testament to how powerful this care can be, are things like, wow, I finally feel normal again, and why didn't my doctor tell me about this when they ran out of ideas for me, or this has completely changed my life, I can now show up better as a parent, my sleep has improved so much, and I'm finally feeling myself again. These comments are all testaments to what it is like to have a balanced nervous system, and it's truly possible for everyone. So this is my attempt to get it out there for those looking to optimize their health or get to the root cause of their health issues, know what these options are. This is my attempt to get it out there so those looking to optimize their health or get to the root cause of their health issues know what their options are. This care has been the foundation for my own health and wellness routine since high school, and now I get to provide this care to my own community, which has been incredible. So the takeaways today are going to be, one, what is upper cervical care anyways? Two, how is it different than traditional chiropractic? Three, what does upper cervical care help with? And four, why you should consider upper cervical care as a part of your health care? Okay, here we go. So what is upper cervical care? Upper cervical is a spinal analysis protocol of the cranial cervical junction. So in simple terms, this means that we are assessing the area of the back of your skull called your occiput, your atlas, and your axis, which are the first two bones of the neck. This area is incredibly important because of its positioning near the brainstem, and because if there's issues in the upper neck, that sets for the stage for how the rest of the spine compensates beneath it. And so it's not that we just look at those top couple bones and ignore the rest of the spine. We don't, but we precisely hone in on what those top ones are doing and then kind of look down from there. So we will use a series of objective measures such as range of motion, posture, leg checks, thermography scans, and CBCT, so comb beam computed tomography imaging, to use if someone has upper cervical misalignments that could be causing different neurological symptoms, pain, bad posture, bad body biomechanics, things like that. Now, there are different types of upper cervical analysis and protocols 
that all have a similar goal. So I'm specifically speaking on behalf of what I do in my office, which is a technique called Blair upper cervical. And some things that you need to know about upper cervical is that it is painless. So there is no twisting, no cracking. It is not like a traditional neck adjustment at all, which is a big, big difference than what most people know of or see on social media. And you can also learn so much about your body by looking at this area. So things, how your brain is potentially processing information, why you may have this unresolved TMJ issue, even though you've seen five different TMJ specialists, you can learn about your airway and how your neck may be impacting that and your sleep and so many more critical, vital things about your health can be explained just by looking at this area. So it is so cool. And with that said, I'll briefly kind of just walk you through what a process would look like as a new patient and beyond when starting to get upper cervical care in our office. So as a new patient, you're going to fill out an intake prior to coming in so we can get the backstory on what's going on with you, what other providers and doctors you've seen, what have you tried, anything pertaining to your health thus far in your life. And so when you come in, we're going to sit down, we're going to review that information together. So that's what the consultation's all about, just to get to know you, what you've been doing, what are your goals, and just to see if upper cervical is a good fit for you. If it is, then we'll move into an exam process. This is where you'll get some tests done, such as thermography scans, which is a heat reading comparing the left and right side of your neck. And then we'll also look at range of motion. We'll look at posture evaluations. We'll look at leg checks. If all of those findings confirm that there is an issue likely with the spine and with the upper neck, then we'll move forward and do the CBCT imaging. And then that usually concludes the very first visit. So we will be gathering all this information so that way later the doctor can just process that information Look at the CBCT, do a proper analysis and look through just to see what is going on through the exam findings and through the imaging. So we would bring our patients back on a second visit for what we call a review of findings. And so this is extremely important to me because I feel like one thing that we sort of lack in healthcare is our doctors actually doing proper imaging to figure out where the root cause is coming from and then actually sitting down with us and discussing, hey, this is what your imaging looks like. This is what this means for you. These are your treatment options going forward. I personally, I've not had that experience and a lot of my patients don't have that experience either. And so we take it really seriously to spend a lot of time with you to sit down, review the imaging so you actually know what is going on and what your options are to sort of take control of the situation. So we sit down, we review that with our clients and We'll we'll just let them know like, hey, based on what we see with the imaging, the exam findings, how long this has been a problem, giving them sort of a plan of action. Today, we are going to do your first correction and what can you expect moving forward, which of course will be different for every single patient depending on what's going on with them. So we'll review that and then on that second visit, we will do the first upper cervical correction. And so we walk them through that process and then we walk them through the resting protocol after every adjustment. And with upper cervical, one really cool thing that I personally love about it is just the 
getting a specific correction that is painless, and then going and sitting in an anti-gravity chair or anti-gravity position that is going to allow your entire body, muscles, and everything just start to relax so your body can receive this adjustment so you don't just walk back out to your car, have something happen or get stressed and and everything just sort of tighten up and go right back to where it was. So a proper resting protocol is super important in this work for us as well. And then that will conclude the review of findings visit. And what will happen is within a couple of days, we will have that patient come back. We will go through our exam process again. We'll look at all these measurements and we'll see, okay, did this patient, did they come back out of alignment again or did they hold their alignment? That is one crucial, crucial step to upper cervical. We never just adjust because you come in for a visit. We're actually going to look at objective measures, make sure that your body is back out of alignment before going ahead and making an adjustment. Just a very crucial step because every time you get an adjustment or several adjustments, that is an input into your nervous system. And it should only take place when your spine and when your body actually needs this. So there needs to be objective measures. There needs to be things that are telling us, hey, this patient is back out of alignment like they were before on their imaging. And so that's how we move forward with knowing whether or not someone needs to be readjusted. So we'll reevaluate that on their first visit back after the first correction, and then we'll walk them through our patient guidebook. So we have a really cool process that we'll walk our patients through from talking about your sleeping position, your pillow, different mobility exercises we'll have you do, what to do if you're having a flare-up, different strengthening protocols, because the whole goal of upper cervical is to precisely put the body back into its proper alignment and get it to stay there. Just staying in alignment for a couple days or a week and then having to redo that over and over again, it's not helping our nervous system heal. It's frankly not going to get us to that end result that we're looking for. And so the whole goal is to guide our patients and give them things that are going to help them hold these corrections for long periods of time. And once we achieve that, and once we're able to get our patients to hold for weeks and months at a time, we will move them into a process called maintenance. So a lot of people wonder, well, if I do upper cervical or if I do traditional chiropractic, you know, do I have to keep going back forever? And the answer is, of course, no, you don't have to do anything. But when you think about it, when you think about the stress of life emotionally and physically, it's just extremely unlikely that you will never misalign again. And hopefully you won't very often throughout your life. But if you do, you know, there are times and places when it is appropriate to get rechecked. So that's just an example of kind of what the process looks like and what what would happen if you did go into an upper cervical office. Now I want to move into just a couple questions that I get a lot, which is how is upper cervical different from traditional chiropractic? And this is not comparing the two or saying that one is better than the other. This is just information about the differences so you can choose what is the best protocol for you. So like I mentioned before, upper cervical is super gentle. That's one thing that I love about it. There's no popping. There's no cracking. So it's just a great alternative to traditional adjustments. Some people are more sensitive than others. They don't like getting their neck cracked and they've had bad experiences in the past. So upper cervical is a great way for people to still get their neck properly aligned so their body can function like it's supposed to, but it's not in a way that makes them really stressed about the experience, which is awesome. Upper cervical just is a more specific analysis. Like I mentioned, we are doing 3D imaging 
And we're accounting for asymmetries in the body. We're doing adjustments based on very specific measurements so that these adjustments will actually hold longer. Our goal is to provide stability, get you to hold your body and your spine in a good place for long periods of time because this is how the body heals. This is how the nervous system heals. So just a different way of looking at things and a different way of doing an analysis. And then one of the other biggest differences I see or that my patients report to me is every visit, which it sounds kind of strange if you're used to a traditional chiropractic model, but every visit is basically an assessment to see, do you need to be adjusted or not? It's not a visit of you come in and you just get adjusted every time, no matter what. That makes no sense. There needs to be times where your body does stay and hold, otherwise it's not working. And so every visit we are doing these objective measures, we're doing tests to see, okay, has the body gone back out of alignment or is it holding and do we need to hold off and just let the body continue to do what it's going to do? So that's one difference is every visit an adjustment may not be needed. And that's amazing. The visits that you are holding, that is just getting you one step closer to healing your body, healing your nervous system. And so we celebrate those visits. We're like, yes, you don't need an adjustment. That's incredible. That's the whole point of this process. So those are just a couple differences. And now what I think people are probably most interested in is, well, okay, this all sounds great, but what does upper cervical care actually help with? Why do people come in? What do they see improvement with? So I'll walk you through that a little bit. The obvious is, you know, improving posture, having better body biomechanics and decreasing pain. You know, the traditional thoughts with chiropractic or why people would seek it out is, you know, they have neck pain, they have back pain. And it is true. Chiropractic is absolutely likely going to help with that if there is a spine related issue. But I think the thing that is not talked about very much is creating a more adaptable nervous system, which means that your body is actually able to handle stress better. Your brain is able to process information better. And so that is more so what we see in our practice, not that people don't come in because they want to improve their posture or things like that. They do, but more so people are drawn to this care when they start experiencing neurological things. So things like headaches and migraines, dizziness and vertigo. They may have been diagnosed with Meniere's disease, which is when they're having vertigo, they're having ear fullness or ringing in the ears. They may have been diagnosed with POTS. They're experiencing brain fog, neck pain, or they're also going through major bouts of anxiety, depression. They may have some TMJ-related issues that no one can seem to figure out, or they're experiencing sleep apnea or poor sleep. And sometimes even loss of vagal tone. So their digestive system is being affected and they can't figure out why. These are really common things that people come to our practice with that experience great results. And you don't have to be experiencing symptoms like these to get your spine checked. This is just with our healthcare and and how our world has kind of evolved over time. It's just we're very reactive with our healthcare, right? If we don't have any symptoms, then there's no problem. So we wait until something happens and then we go and try to seek a solution. So we haven't really gotten down the whole preventative side of things yet, but I think that we're moving towards that and I think that we will as long as we keep having these conversations and people know what truly just what their options are for themselves and for their healthcare. And 
lastly, I want to move into why you should consider upper cervical care as a part of your healthcare. So as I mentioned, this has been a huge part of my healthcare since I was in high school. And so I make sure to get my spine checked on a regular basis, even if I don't need an adjustment, just because I want to make sure that my nervous system is operating at its most optimal function. And so think about this for a second. We go get our eyes checked every year. We get our teeth cleaned once or twice a year. And these are all super important things. They should be done. But it is so rare that people actually go and get their spines and their nervous system checked. And so think about this. The nervous system, which controls all functions of our body, and it is rarely looked at at all. It doesn't really make any sense. And so this is something that I ask you to consider. If you are someone who is constantly struggling with health issue after health issue, I think getting back to the basics, like what is the spine doing? And of course, there's so many other things that we need to do preventatively for our healthcare. So upper cervical is not the end-all be-all. I just think that it is one major piece that people overlook in our healthcare. And so I just encourage you to think back. This is what I do with my patients in the initial consultation. I ask them about their life, especially stressors. Most people want to know, well, how did I come out of alignment? Like, how did this happen? Or how do I know I came out of alignment in the first place? The overarching reason is stress. And some of that can be emotional. So think about all the big life changes you've ever went through. You've lost a loved one, work stress, things like that. Basically, just more than your average everyday stress, things that are kind of pushing your body over the edge a little bit. And then, of course, there's physical stressors, right? Like we play sports. I mean, we're kids. We're running around. My whole childhood was basically jumping off a trampoline and landed on my head a lot of times. So things are happening during our childhood. And then as we grow up, these little stressors over time, sometimes emotional, sometimes physical, these things pile up. And again, we don't normally have symptoms necessarily when we're younger. These things kind of start to pop up later and later in life. And then we're kind of looking around like, okay, well, where did this come from and what do I do about it? And so I really think that there's no mistake why Hippocrates, the father of Western medicine, said, look well to the spine for the cause of disease. I think you really just nailed that because if we start looking at our spine and we start helping our bodies regulate our nervous system, I think that we could be in such a better place. And so this is why I ask you to consider upper cervical as a part of your healthcare. Be sure to check the show notes. If you need to find an upper cervical specialist in your area, we will list some directories for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this information was valuable and that you share it with a friend or family member who is struggling to find answers to their health issues and they want help moving forward with their healing journey. If you want to keep the conversation going, follow me on Instagram at drmercedescook. To request a consultation to work together, head to uppercervicalsd.com. I appreciate you tuning in and I look forward to seeing you here next week to dive into the next topic together. Thank you.